What's going on, guys? Welcome to The Level With You Show, episode 40. Wow, we made it into double digits time four. My name is Wiley Olmsted, your host, and this week I am joined by the Duartistic One, Anthony Duart. You're my favorite deputy. The Dominican Bakugo, Kenny Castro. What the hell is the Applesauce Podcast? Apparently, they don't even know who I am, so. Oh, good. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, man. And the Phantom producer himself, Tyler Hadley. Here we go again. Right, we have a big episodes. show for you today. We got a lot of news. We got a lot of games we've been playing. We got a lot of stuff to address, like the fact that you can now register for our upcoming Smash tournament. On uh, what's the URL, Tyler? URL is smash.gg/lvlfocus. All right, very good. So this is going to be a premiere tournament downtown Springfield with all types of fancy TV production that you can register for on the URL that Tyler just stated. If you're in the Western Massachusetts area or in the surrounding Connecticut or however you want to get here, please register. It's going to be a good time. And we've also had some news as far as streaming goes. Kenny is now up and running at his house. Yes, I'm super excited. We better go catch it. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you guys are freaking me out. It's okay. This, this is why me and Anthony can't be next to each other sometimes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wendy's and just random noises. <laughs> hey, <check this> out. <laughs> All right, so you got that new PC? Yes, yes. Super excited. Had Tyler over. We ate some ruffles. Um. Flaming hot chips while we were building the right after we built the PC. Okay, you know, so it was there, and I'm like, shit, I want to turn it on, and then no graphics card. Mm-hmm. The graphics the card came in. The whole inside of the PC is just red flaming hot dust. Yeah, yeah red <laughs> flaming hot dust in there. We were just we didn't even cover it up when when we we're eating, and we we're like, fuck it. It's just gonna help the PC if anything. And listen, it was running like a like like a racehorse. I was like, oh shit, it's running on flaming hot right now. Hell yeah, <laughs> we should nice. get that coolant in there. Mm, that comes for I know that cool ranch. Mm. Ooh. Ooh, I had cool ranch uh, chalupa this weekend. Not, not chalupa, cheesy gordita crunch. You ever do nice. that at Taco Bell? Uh, I've heard that they have Doritos tacos. I don't know if I've ever actually had one. They're pretty good. You can put them in the cheesy gordita crunch too to sub sub out the uh, regular taco. Uh, regular the regular hard taco sub it out. Sounds good. I cool ranch Dorito chip one. It's so good. Or nacho cheese, depending on your mood. Chalupas are pretty good. Those are the ones with the, the soft yeah, on the outside. I love mm-hmm. chalupas, man. Yeah, those are legit, I have to say. They're so yeah. good. I like the double chalupas, too. The big, fat-ass ones they give oh, you. Yeah. But those are just like, you pick it up, and I'm like, usually pretty drunk when I'm eating them. So like, but then the next thing you know, it's like everywhere. Mm-hmm. It's got that big, heavy just bottom. Just like you like it everywhere. Oh, like, man. oh man. Yeah, I know. I'm, when, I'm, when I'm eating, <laughs> I'm a little tipsy. I'm, I'm, I'm messy. I don't really care. I'm just going to go to town. In other taco-related news, have you guys seen those El Paso uh, tacos that just stand up on themselves? Yeah, like what? that, now they have the square bottoms. Yeah. That you just sit them there. Like, that's genius. That is oh, genius. yeah. I, I they they yeah. stepped it up. I'm like, wow. Yeah. I think they even had an ad. To, they, they're running an ad about it now. I I'm think. sure. Yeah. Tell yeah. you have it's something to party. brag about. <laughs> Did you have the square bottom ones at the party, or were they just regular, like, curly bottom tacos? No, I think they were just regular curly tacos. Ones that can't stand up. No, nope. they can't stand up nope. on their own. Mm-hmm. They fall apart. They're not. They're not toddler tacos. Mm-hmm. I see. I love tacos so much. I never realized that I have that big of a complaint with them until I start making it and try to put it on a plate, and it all just falls over the side. Mm-hmm. That is the annoying part. Mm-hmm. But you know, if you want to get fancy, you get the metal trays. Exactly. You put, you put them on, and then you build it real nice, no mm-hmm. stress free, and it's kind of like open faced a little bit. Ooh. I have the strategy of building my tacos I, because I do flour tacos, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. I take my plate and I three, take three flour tortillas and I flap them so they're all against each other. Oh my god! So three, so each like three in a, like a triangle one 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 uh-huh. and then from there they're all against each other so it's open not just like flat a on cup it. of guacamole in the middle or something no nothing in the middle okay. just just against each other and just slightly open they're not flat i'm able to just pick them up nice nicely no mm-hmm. issue build them right there oh my god and i keep on moving from there Oof. uh remember a few weeks ago tyler when i had you over and made tacos I do remember that. So I, I saw that they had those in the store, those stand-up ones, and I was too self-conscious. I was like, that's not authentic enough. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said that's not authentic enough, and I was like, well, <laughs> But now I've gotten over that, and I've th- been thinking about it, and I really got to try those stand-up tacos because, you know, I like a mixture of hard and soft tacos. You Same. Know? 
Yeah. See, I'm I'm a I'm a soft taco guy. Mm-hmm. Only? All about the soft taco. And you know what? Not even corn tortilla. Mm-hmm. It has to be flour for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there something about the flour tortilla that I truly love? Yeah. I mean, I prefer it. I think in most cases, unless I'm going to a place that makes their own corn tortillas and they're like real good like uh mission cantinas yeah yes. oh my god yeah. i have to, like they have to make their own like i don't like the store like maybe i'm just buying the cheap store-bought corn tortillas mm, and maybe it's just that aftertaste that some yeah, of them have it's, like, it's mm. rough very it's rough like, on the palate gotcha gotcha oh. but frontera grill man their street tacos oh frontera grill street tacos are just so I, good i still mm. haven't had oh, that they're real it's i recommend getting it because they give you the big plate you get the um the beans the cool little like the black beans come in this little like Looks like almost like an upside down hat kind of thing, but it's mm-hmm. a hard shell like corn tortilla, and then it's just open with the black beans, and you get like coleslaw, lettuce stuff, salsa, and uh, Listen, rice. There is cool. there is a taco truck in in Springfield curbside curbside cantina. They're mm. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I've tried where, them twice. Where do they pop up? So normally they'll pop up by not too far from the courthouse on the um, I think it's West Columbus Ave. Or, you know, the other side of East Columbus Ave, whatever that one's called. Mm-hmm. If it's just West Columbus Ave, I don't know. But they normally pop, spot up over there by the river, riverfront. Okay. Um, they're great. Okay. They are amazing. I follow them on Facebook. Sometimes they'll go to Queenie's um, Island Cuisine. Are they just like teasing all throughout the winter months? Like, oh, we're coming. No, they're, they, they're open. They're we're still out there? They're still out there. We're this, coming for you. This has like not even been winter. This has been like it, chilly spring. It has been. Yeah. Like, it's been very mild. We I had that initial snow back in early <laughs> December. And since then, there's been like maybe a few here and there, a couple inches. But we haven't seen anything like that. Don't jinx it. Yeah, no, come on. We're supposed to get this weekend, Thursday. I want it. I want a snow day. I don't. <laughs> no, I'm all set. <laughs> good. Last snow day we got, I got plowed in for like two days. I was like, are you kidding me? They didn't yeah. even plow then my I street. Got a, then I got a shovel. I don't have uh I don't got a machine like Tyler for Christmas, so it's mm. it's pretty nice. You know, he he hasn't. Used oh yeah, it yet. he's literally you know, just like <laughs> got I, this really I used it nice once. snowblower. He used it for like a flurry of snow, and you <laughs> I, know. I used it too. Yeah. It'll pay for itself in thirteen years. Oh yeah, yeah. Totally. is it in the garage? No shed. Is it's it in the shed. shed. Yeah, oh, good call. You gotta keep it nice and, nice and welcome nice. everyone. This has been the Level with You Taco <laughs> Show. <laughs> If you didn't know, We're this Taco is a video game podcast where the four of us get together each week and talk about, you guessed it, video games. And this week, we've been playing some of Plague Tale Innocence, some Children of Morta, some DBZ Kakarot, the new card game from Riot, which I forget the name of, and we got a bunch of news to chug through, too. We'd appreciate it if you liked the video, if you subscribed, if you told your friends, if you're a friend or family member, come on, you don't you feel bad about not doing it? Okay, just kidding. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Appreciate you. So, guys, what we've been playing. Should we start with one that Kenny and I have both been chugging through? And he's actually completed already, A Plague Tale Innocence? I think we should. Okay. So, what are your thoughts? I really enjoyed this game. Yeah. I, I you know, I'm glad in a way... It it felt slightly short, mm-hmm. but I don't I don't once you play it through like there really isn't much more that I feel like could have been told within the story. Mm-hmm. Some of the chapters were kind of a breeze to go through. Um, they maybe lasted fifteen to twenty minutes for sure. They're they're know? definitely like at a steady clip. You're not like so far they haven't dragged it all except for maybe that one where you were going across the giant field of rats, uh, yes. the battlefield. Mm-hmm. That was a little yes dragged. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, you know, I enjoy the concept that there's almost barely any combat to this game. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it is just the story driving it through and just stealth. And like, you know, you really this girl who is just trying to survive and keep her keep her brother safe. Mm-hmm. And the plague and the plague rats are amazing to see. They cool. they kind of gave me anxiety at times, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I I don't want to get killed by these things, mm-hmm. you know? Like because it's it's a quick instance. Like this game plays no games. Like you get caught by an enemy, you're being killed with one slash. It's not that you're gonna uh, you can dodge or try to just fight them. Nope. The moment they got you, your sword through your through your stomach. Yep. Or the rats get you, you're being eaten by hundreds of rats within mm-hmm. a second. It sounds boring. What is the stuff that drew you guys into it? Okay. What, what made you, for the uninitiated, it's what? It's on Game Pass? It is on Game Pass. Uh, it came out, I want to say, fall last year. Uh, got some critical success, but kind of got overshadowed by a lot of the normal fall releases. Uh, it is a third-person, story-driven um, stealth uh, 
adventure game mm-hmm. where instead of action sequences uh, you're trying to you know maneuver around enemies there is some combat like you have a sling uh, and you can um, you know you, that you get different upgrades as the game progresses like sometimes you've got to get past these guards that are wearing uh, a helmet and mm-hmm. you get this crazy stuff that will burn their helmet off and then you can throw a rock at their head and they die <laughs> oh that's funny so is this, is this whole game since you have a sling is it kind of like a metaphor to David and Goliath kind of thing yeah. is it like never thought of it but maybe I just thought of it when you said rock in the head and I was like oh, I don't know. Yeah. that street light manifesto so you play as a young girl um, maybe 13 14 and i'd say you know i'd say about yeah 14 mm-hmm. or 15 yeah and uh she is the daughter of a lord you know not quite royalty but very privileged and mm-hmm. her um castle is besieged by the english you play as a french character it's kind of got a takes place in the actual years of the plague the bubonic plague which i looked up um <clears throat> I think that was from 1347 to 1351. This game takes place in 1348. So obviously it's, you know, taking some liberties and adjusting history and making it all about insane swarms of rats. Um, But so similar to the other game that I recently played, Life is Strange 2. I was going to say it's siblings. Yeah, like there's siblings like that. There's a tragedy at the beginning that forces you to flee. And, um, you know, their relationship is honestly kind of similar to um, you're sort of the tough... Uh, big sister that's got you know is a little worldly and uh, your brother has something wrong with him that he's been very isolated and he gets these like splitting headaches or you don't really know exactly what's going on so he's been like kind of isolated in his ivory tower his whole life and so he's everything's all new to him um you know it's it was nice to play a game that you know these are the types of games that i really like Un- uncharted and the last of us and uh you can definitely see some of the Naughty Dog influence there as far as like the upgrade system being simplistic, but, you know, rewarding for picking up and searching different nooks and crannies mm-hmm. around the world. Um, like it doesn't blow me away. Like I, if I, right now I'm in chapter 11, Kenny, you said that I still have several more to go. Yes. Yeah. Um, like for a Game Pass game, this is like ideal because it's something that, you know, it's just part of the subscription. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a nice it's a genre that I'm comfortable with. It's a it's an enjoyable story. It's well acted. I think the characters are pretty strong. Yeah, um, I, I definitely say Game Pass for for new Game Pass entry. It's amazing, mm-hmm. amazing game. I, I recommend people install it, give it a shot, play play through it. The story is great. Story is great. Um, the very few slight boss battles that you have in the game. You know, if what you, you want to call it, it, call it boss battles. The first one, the first one was bad. That was actually yeah. now that I think about it, that was my, you know, where you have to like chip mm-hmm. away the pieces of his armor. Yep. I thought I was like, that was rough. Yeah, it was truly rough. And you're at the beginning, you're like, crap. I just learned how to use this sling. You know, it was definitely rough. But you know what? I didn't see any other way. Like, you know, I was saying, what was she supposed to do? Pick up a sword and learn how to use a sword mm-hmm. against this veteran, you know, knight? Yeah, yeah. Like. It wouldn't have it wouldn't have been believable, but this bulking man who barely has who who most likely has almost not that great movement that was a little more believable trying to get around them knock off his armor mm-hmm. so you expose like the head Except, you know you know the the AI in the game is and this is sort of a feel make it makes it feel like a throwback a little bit it's so predictable like yes. the the enemies are doing their routes like you know exactly like back and forth like there's no variation there's no like. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to make a facade where they're actually thinking, which a lot of games do now. So, there is a slight, slight change. Yeah. So you, so it all like as long you know you're a seasoned you know, um, player. So you know when it comes to some of these stealth games and things like that, I'm not right. I truly dislike playing stealth games because of my impatience. Mm. So there was a couple moments where I was seen and. Oh, they caught small glimpses of me. So then the person came out of his routine and then actually started looking, for, looking, uh, investigating the area where he I was last seen in a very unpredictable manner where I didn't know where he was going to walk to next. He wasn't returning back to his routine. Okay. So it, it when, when seen, they got, become very unpredictable. Okay, fair enough. Like- but if you're not me, and you're not impatient you're pure you got the patience of a saint and you're like oh you know oh that's the routine that's the predictability you'll get through without being seen mm-hmm. but i was like i think i could make this one though tyler watched <laughs> me play and i was trying to make t- 
tight windows like where he was like you're super close to that guy and i'm like i got it i'm like i'm right there i'm right there i'm right there i think i died like four times in one section just because i was being super impatient and i was just trying to make tight windows instead of waiting a split second more for them to fully pass me i was like trying to gun it i feel like i know what section you're talking about is it when you're trying to get under the bus no the... it's when you're freeing somebody and then you've got to oh escape the no place actually i don't think <laughs> no that's not i do appreciate how vague it is no that's not the part because i remember what the part is and you're not there yet oh okay yes gotcha Yep, yep, because it's chapter 13. Okay, I'll uh, keep my eyes peeled. Yep. Um, but like what I was saying, it being like a throwback, and it also reminds me of like when I was playing, it reminded me a little bit of Limbo and Inside mm. because those games are very, you know, watch the enemy, you're, you're defenseless, you can die in one hit, um, and you, you know, you watch them do their patrols and you're trying to blend in. And I feel like they're. The games in the AAA space, which this game certainly looks AAA, mm. um, is uh, you don't see as much anymore. So it, it was kind of fun doing, uh, you know, MGS style stealth or uh, that, that I haven't seen a lot of lately. So, mm. you know, uh, scratch that itch. Scratching that itch. There you go. Do you think the which first boss was a little rougher to you? This first boss or Death Stranding's first boss? Um, I heard the those boss fights are a little bit. Yeah, I mean, from a there, well, so Death Stranding is first boss is at least you got the spectacle to go with it. Like, you know, there it's very impressive from a visual yeah. perspective. Um, so while it mechanically is frustrating, I still would give that one the edge because this, right. this one it's I was just like, I was just kind of like rolling my eyes, like trying to figure out exactly where I had to hit and like mm-hmm. this boss just going through the same animation, like, oh, let me raise my sword. Oh, I missed yeah. you again. Yeah, because, you the same it, voice it, because it truly doesn't telegraph it at first. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't out the out like yours like really out come out and say knock off his his armor through That's the good. through these spots you know yeah, yeah like, like I, I knocked the first piece off and then there was like I, I kept shooting it and I wasn't hitting the second piece off so mm-hmm. I was like am I doing this wrong like, yeah yeah like it's if you're not at the right angle even if it's kind of popping up yellow or highlighting it if you're not at the right angle you're not gonna hit it that's something mm-hmm. I've caught on to mm-hmm. I'm like well that's understandable this isn't the movie wanted I can't curb rocks like yeah. I gotta sling bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. you know if he's turning his back right at the moment I'm letting go it's I'm not gonna hit it mm-hmm. you know it shouldn't phase through them to hit it so i i appreciated that you know some games would have just been like well you highlighted it and you just shot it at the right moment even if he turned his body you should still hit it you mm-hmm. know right. yeah. um, it, does, it doesn't baby you at all it seems it doesn't have like this little thing that says make sure you aim for the guards how to knock it off well though, the people uh, it, there's tell, a little hand the, holding the, the, they're slightly they'll tell you like you know you have like either a companion that's like well this is what you i crafted and you could i've made up this recipe that you could just craft whenever you want and Put put it to use to take off the helmets or to get rid of the or your rats. Your character probably even mm-hmm. says something like, "I got to get his armor off." Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, I kind of yeah. like that. I like it when it's more like in game rather than the game just like flat out stopping and being like, "Hey, do that!" Yeah, yeah. idiot. That's why I've never get, I never get frustrated when a companion like mm-hmm. in an Uncharted game is like, "Hey, look over there," because like they're just standing there not doing shit while I'm running around the room trying to yeah. figure it all out. So, mm-hmm. hey, Drake, get me pictures of Spider Man. No, that's uh, that's never that's never get her, man. <laughs> All right, so that's a Plague Tale Innocence. Um, it's on PS4, Xbox, and I think PC. Yes. Um, and now I want to hear about the new card game from Riot. What is it called? Legends of Terra. Okay. It's pretty good. I played uh, last night when I was supposed to be fiddling with Illustrator. I was like, I'm going to play video games then. So I, <laughs> I installed Legends of Terra. It was really quick. It installed like within the 10 minutes. It's its own little client. You just make a Riot's game account. Same guys that made League of Legends. So if you have a League of Legends account, you use that same one. Um boots right up it's really nice like the graphics are it flows great anyone who's played a digital ccg before like hearthstone or i mean anything along those lines uh basically looks almost exactly the same except it runs on a different system you have your champions and then your like little minions guys and your champions can level up i think any cards actually that you play into the field it runs on the same kind of like hearthstone mana system where like every turn uh, you and your opponent both get a mana and cards cost x amount to play you play it on your field but that's not the field field you have like a little kind of like backup area and then there's the regular field so each turn you kind of like each round is what they call it you take different turns attacking so like say whoever starts can play a card but they can't attack so it's like my turn first i have enough mana i play like a one mana card then it round skips it's the next person's round um 
He plays something. The attack counter goes over to him. He's able to play his cards. Uh, he can attack if he wants. He can pass. It'll come back to me and kind of just rinse, repeat. Uh, you can block kind of like Magic the Gathering. You choose which units you want to attack. Um, kind of like not really lanes like what League of Legends is known for, but you can just place cards down into the battle area from your like little subset hub that you can like pull them into or out of. It's okay. really I, I definitely check it out. It's it's interesting. So you're a Hearthstone player. Mm-hmm. Is this something that you could see latching onto? Oh, like yeah. you have with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was watching actually. I started watching some like deck building guides too. They were like, oh, and I haven't even locked the full like game yet because I did the four basic tutorials. It throws at you in the beginning, okay. and then it's like, oh, here's a like tutorial road. Like complete all these things, and you'll get all like the basic cards and decks and stuff. And I'll, I like that. I think that's really cool. So maybe I'll stream that at some point, or I'd love to just continue. Like seeing where it goes if they have like structures like ranked match with Hearthstone or maybe I might join you because I definitely jumped into Hearthstone when it first came out. Mm-hmm. Um, I love card games you know, yeah. of all it's types, true. of all kinds. Um, so I maybe I'll jump in because I one thing I the only reason I haven't gone back to back to Hearthstone is because you just if you leave man, it's so I hard left to and it's and I've been gone for so long. It's hard. you know. The meta totally um, different now. Oh my god! It's I would have to learn the new meta. Just try to mm-hmm. grind out for for new for and the new cards from the newer expansions right. and stuff. What upsets me is that the missions that they give you in Hearthstone is they don't really give you enough gold or like no. missions daily to get enough gold for packs. Like packs are a hundred gold, but I think depending on I don't know if they've increased the amount at all you do for quests. But you only get like sixty gold per quest. And yeah, and that was super frustrating when I played mm-hmm. because I was one that I picked up. I paid for the first two expansions. Yeah, same. That, like. I, I dropped a lot of money on Hearthstone. Like I didn't buy packs, but the first two expansions I paid. Yeah. And I played mm-hmm. and I played it out. I played I played against the bosses to get my, yep. my the cards. The special you know, ones because you needed ones. those. Those were using mm-hmm. all the decks. And then once they did the same thing that like Magic does, where it's like a standard versus an unlimited format, except they call it like standard or wild. No. So like all the cards I have now, or most of them, unless they're from the most recent three or four sets, are uh, wild. Yep. And then the most recent sets are standard, standard. along with the base set. Mm-hmm. So you know, I've definitely fallen off with Hearthstone. Stone, but it was definitely something I was into at yeah. first. I was really playing it a lot. I had it on my PC and I was like really into it. Mm-hmm. Fell off of it and just never returned. Like That's I'm true. like it's it's tough. I'm not, I don't want to try to learn the meta. Mm-hmm. You know, try to go back and exactly. figure it out. It's like, all people net decking anyway. Just you got a fresh start now. Yeah, yeah that's fresh true. start. Because... That's why I liked. But yeah, I missed the Hearthstone, like basic vanilla Hearthstone with just the base set. Like that's uh-huh. like people were running different decks. I mean, Hunter kind of top that from what I remember is in like base vanilla Hearthstone. Is, is there like... any monetization now? Sorry, I had to get that in there. No, that's okay. What's okay. the uh, like um, monetization with? With like, this free to play card game, I haven't gotten too far into it. I mean, okay. I mean I'm sure there's probably like, like that's a buyback, buy buy. most likely. Okay. Because if it's free to download, I guarantee they're going to be like, hey, but you can pre order it, which I thought was neat. You can pre order the app already on Android Play Store, but on Google or on um, or Google Play, but on Apple, you can't like okay. uh, download it or pre order it yet because I looked for that immediately. Um, but that's really cool that they already kind of have plans. That's a big thing for me, too, is like Hearthstone wasn't out for like it came out on PC, then two or three years later, finally dropped on the phone. Yep, was like, wow. I remember that same because game I, mm-hmm. because okay. I I picked it up and I logged into it on when I when it dropped on the phone. I, I kind of yep. returned because same. of the because of the you phone get app. Packs for playing mm-hmm. on phones too. Yep. So the first time you play on the phone, you got the three packs and mm-hmm. things like that. Log the login as pack specials. You know, I jumped yeah. right back in. I was like, it's on the phone. I could play it at work, things like that. I'm I like, get okay. frustrated anyway. <laughs> exactly. Um, I remember. I remember like yesterday, my mage deck. That yep. was my goal too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm definitely gonna check this out with you. I'm glad to know that it's out. That I can go create it and just install it on my PC, yeah. on my new gaming PC. It's true. Say the new name. Legends of Runeterra. Cool. Legends of Runeterra. Okay. I recommend checking it out. New trading card game from the folks at Riot League of Legends people. All right. Um, real quick, uh, Tyler, you been playing anything or? Uh, nah, nah, I haven't been playing too much different. Uh, just been practicing Smash here and there. So who you been uh, trying to get good with? I've been messing around with Byleth a bit. Um, Byleth, Inkling, um... And occasionally Pac Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I see you play him a good amount. But but main, but mainly uh Inkling is like the one character I'm trying to get really good at. Okay. Inkling's got a lot of potential. I really like Inkling. Because the yeah. more what is it, the more ink that you get on the opponents, the more damage they take. Yeah, it's like a multiplier. Mm-hmm. Um the more yeah, the more ink the multiplication increases for the damage that you do. Mm-hmm. But you can run out of ink and then your attacks use ink, and if you don't use ink with your attacks, then they do like nothing. Yeah. Wow. Always, always, do you know how to refill? It's like down and A, I think. Or no, guard down. 
I mean, if you're empty, you just hit special. If you aren't empty, you do special and shield at the same time. That's what it is. I didn't know that for the longest time, and I was like, wow, I love angling, but I didn't learn I literally learn just out. learned that, like, a month ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And speaking of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, you can catch us all playing it on Sunday evenings for Super Smash Sundays on twitch.tv slash level with you from about 6 o'clock to about 9 o'clock. You can hop in, play some 1v1s with us. Um, so, yeah, check that out. Good. Can't wait! I'm, no, I can't get, get out there together. So, I, I can't get out there with with Joker. That's that's my main. I'm sticking to it. I got to play on Friday and Saturday because I was getting. I actually only played one match on last Sunday because <laughs> I got kicked back and I could only participate for half. So hopefully I get get some more quality time in with you guys. Hell no, yeah. no problem. We'll be there. Oh yeah, we'll be good. You know. And I was playing on the handheld because uh, couldn't my PC couldn't reach for the Discord chat. So I was like, oh, all right, I'm gonna. Uh, we need you to get that that headset in for the for the phone. Just connect it. We're gonna have to. Or I have the Bluetooth the, headphones. Yeah, you, have the, yeah you got Bluetooth headphones. Just connect. Like, oh, I got, no, no, because then I have to find a whole thing for my microphone. Why won't you just use your regular headset for your phone? I can't plug it in because it's a stupid iPhone. They don't have uh, plugs. And that's yeah. what I mean. Like the the one that came with your phone. Oh, the regular phone headset. You're right. Okay. Yeah. You can just plug that one into your phone and jump into the chat. That's right. Okay. The first time we did the Discord, that's how I did it with my with my actual Samsung, the the headset that came with my Samsung. I see. I always forget that because iPhone doesn't have like I'm used to when you have the iPhone getting like the oh there's just the the old one had that little jack there now it's just the stupid yeah but but their but their headset just goes right in there just make sure you charge your phone before yeah oh that's true because then I can't charge it while using it while using it man the future something I don't know so. Game Pass had a good week because the other game that I've been playing is called Children of Morta. Uh, this came out late last year. Again, it's a one that I think maybe got overlooked a little bit, but it's got really positive word of mouth. Uh, 2D uh, top-down action RPG dungeon crawler, crawler uh, roguelike with a surprisingly <clears throat> uh, detailed story that's been really making me want to progress farther and not get so frustrated when a run ends quicker than I wish that it had. Um, so you start off this game with just two characters that you can play as, one with a bow, one with a sword. Um, you quickly will unlock a second attack that you'll use by pressing Y um, that is kind of a big AOE attack that really damages a lot of enemies. This is a game that there, there's a lot of monsters on screen and it can get overwhelming so you kind of want to like, you, you can run through every area. Um, but then you're just going to be so overwhelmed if you can't find your way out. So you kind of want to go a little bit of a time, aggro a few of these enemies, take care of them, and just kind of methodically go through the dungeons. Um, so I've just been finding the the combat loop really satisfying. It is a little bit simplistic. Like I'm, I'm kind of wanting it to take that next step. I probably put in six or seven hours at this point, and like I'm still really liking it. Like I'm going to go home and play it tonight, most likely. Um, but I'm kind of wishing. I, I'm really wishing I had somebody there to play it with me. Because it's a two, it's a two player. As far as I know, it's only two player. Um, couch co op, right? Yeah, couch co op does not have online play, which you know I'm sure that was mainly due to budget budget reasons. Yeah, my understanding, I think, is that they're working on attempting to see if they could, you know, instill with a later update the oh, yeah? online co op. Yep, that would be huge because like the game is tough. Um, there are times where I'm like, wow, there's really too many enemies here for it to be fun because I'm just sort of running away. And, you know, you want to be on the offensive in these games the majority of the time. And there are times where you can get so overwhelmed and it's it's not necessarily hard, but you can kind of get in the pattern of just, oh, I'm going to wait for my special to, you know, the cycle, the, the cooldown to end mm-hmm. so I can use it again, run away for a little bit, maybe do a little slash slash and then wait for the big attack again. Uh, but overall, what really makes the game like memorable is that in roguelike games like this, you die, you maybe get an upgrade, you try again. Um, they almost have like a sort of, I don't know, mean-spiritedness to them because you know, you're playing as a character who in most video games, they're big heroes and they lift to the end of the game and they're overpowered. And in a lot of roguelikes, like Rogue Legacy, and not to its detriment, but like, you know, you're dying constantly and you're leading a long lineage of people that have died before you every time you die. And I'm sure that once I get a little bit further in the game, I won't get like a story-based cutscene for each run. But now pretty much either I'll stumble on something in, the, in one of my uh, runs, like I'll find a dog or something. 
and then the the the, the take the dog back in and now he's in my house base and like it'll you know the kids were playing with the dog and it was all good or um you know maybe it'll just be some flavor with the wife and the husband sharing like a, a nice moment or something um and you know when you, when you die in it you you get you get revived so you're not really dying and so i've kind of like that more lightheartedness to it of, mm-hmm. of like a roguelike and and also when you beat a level in this you don't necessarily need to well, we you do be, you actually beat it like you go to the next level and then you're you know trying to finish that as opposed to starting from scratch. That's good. I like okay. that. That sounds a lot more appealing than going like the rogue legacy going all the way back and like having to go right you now back to where you were. Hopefully. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's similar to rogue legacy in that you're upgrading your your health and your damage output and you're finding unique things on each run that are giving you, you know, pretty significant advantages. Like it doesn't have the variation of something like a binding of Isaac, which is just amazing with it. It's it's in terms of like the run variety. Um, It's definitely not on that level, but I'm having super, a lot of fun with it. um, And I want to keep playing it. Like, I mean, I have a lot left to go. I've only beaten two bosses. I'm stuck on the third boss right now. And I want to have one of you three help me beat it because mm-hmm. got you yeah we'll be there <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. speaking of uh so i have a question that i've had on my mind i keep forgetting every podcast but say i got like a 15 dollar, 30 dollar gift card like xbox gift card or microsoft store mm-hmm. gift card could i use that towards re-upping my game pass subscription i'm pretty sure yes so you'll credit it it'll go into your wallet Mm. And then afterwards, I think you'll still need a card yeah. on file, right? Yeah. So, so you can... so because they need to after the money's out of your wallet, mm-hmm. you know, right. they need a card to charge. So, but as long as it'll they'll take out from the, they should you should be able to set it to take out from the wallet first and mm-hmm. then to the card. Do you have to have gold to get Game Pass? No, um, okay. no. But honestly, if yeah. you're gonna just do the single player games and just do Game Pass, yeah. you're gonna try and play online as well. Do the ultimate. Yeah. You know, okay. Especially with the because especially even if you already did the trial the free trial, mm-hmm. you might be able to get the free trial again. Mm-hmm. Most likely because it's been a couple months since you tried it. Yeah, might be able to get one of the promotions. They, I think they're always doing the one dollar for three months or one dollar for I a month. I think that's like ending soon. They, I don't know. I could they, be wrong. They rotate between the the so what they do they rotate between the promotions. So they'll go one dollar for three months and then they'll just come back to um a dollar for a month. Or try 14 days free. Like, so they rotate between like four different promotions huh, okay. for a while. So, for new people, for, for new or for new people, even or once you go past a couple months, then you'll be able to try not the not the 14 days free, but pick it up again for the um, the the smaller price. Oh, that's surprising. Yeah, but you gotta go a couple months without it. Okay, to try it. Cool. Word, I have to check that out when I get home. All right, so that was. Children of Morta. Now, do we oh, have before I before we move on? So, Madden Monday, we had somebody in the chat spent the last like two hours in the chat just rooting me on while I went on like a four game, four or five game win streak. Mm-hmm. Want to give that person a shout out? Blinktastic out in Twitch. Thank you for joining in yesterday. They sub they sub to our YouTube channel. They sub to the well, they didn't sub to the Twitch, but followed the Twitch. Appreciate you. Thank you for making the time as fun as it was yesterday. Word. That's what's up. Yeah, I popped in there a little bit too. I'm Dwarf on a Bender, if you didn't know. No. Yeah, that's my. Uh... I didn't know for the first solid, like two or three streams, I was like, who is this? Like, <laughs> that was my friend Cody for a second. He loves dwarf stuff. So I, was like, oh. I didn't know either until Tyler told me. Yeah. 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 When we first started streaming, I got Tyler so good, like a few years ago. I was having this like half hour conversation with him. And then like, <laughs> I gave it away at the end that, that I was like, not. You want to see something really cool? Yeah. <laughs> it's me. Oh. I just remember him saying, God damn it, Wiley. <laughs> <laughs> got you good. Uh, so, do we want to do a little update on Kakarot? I know we've kind of talked about that a lot the past couple weeks. Yeah. Can you beat it, right? I beat it and I just did the last secret boss. Oh, nice. Did you 100% it? Um, Honestly, to get the last couple achievements is just little things. Like, I got to go crush all the rest of the rocks, you know, that are hiding the caves. And I think I got to summon Shenron like another two times and have one more full course meal by Chi Chi. And then I got all the achievements. Wow. So it's just like minor things to exactly. go go back and do. Grindy stuff. Um, yeah, little small grindy stuff. Too bad but. you didn't get it on PlayStation. Then you'd have a platinum. 
Well, more they, exciting. It's a it's a diamond, you know, like <laughs> that you just made up. I call, I'm calling a diamond. Xbox, call me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> TM. They should update that, you know. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. Like well, I, I I really like the difference in sound when it's a rare achievement. Yeah, I do like that. Well, yeah, that, that is yeah, neat. Yeah, so, you know, the achievements it's will like, just whoop. be like, bleep, right? Mm-hmm. But then when it's a uh, rare achievements, it's like, something yeah, something cool. like that. Like, that is neat. You're, and you're like, oh, a rare achievement. No better way to set up that dopamine fix than a nice dope. different sound. Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, that's yeah. awesome. And then yeah. it pops up with the achievement and it tells you only 7% of gamers have this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yes. I think the last time I got one of those was Lonely Mountains Downhill, and I, I should get back to that. That was yeah. another game where the progression just took forever, but... Cool game. It's one of those relaxing ones. He's into it. True. All right. So now it is time to move on to. Cruising for a news. Cruising for a news in the part of the show where we go through the biggest stories happening in the video game world and talk about them, read about them, and banter about them like we do here at the Level With You show. Number one on the list today, no new Switch in 2020 via CNET. So there's been lots of rumblings about a Switch Pro coming out to sort of compete with the new Series X and PS5. And this quote comes via CNET. Even though Sony's PS5 and Microsoft's Xbox Series X are out in 2020, Nintendo won't be releasing a fresh Switch model to compete. Nintendo boss Shuntaro Furukawa told Investor that the company has no plans to release another version of its hybrid console this year. The Japanese company will instead focus on the existing models, the Switch and the cheaper portable-only Switch Lite, which have sold a combined 52.48 million units and which overtook the Super Nintendo Entertainment Systems in lifetime sales during the last quarter. Even though we won't see a major console revision, there's a special version coming out to celebrate the arrival of Animal Crossing New Horizons in March. I like this story because it's like three stories in one. Mm -hmm. We get the story about no, no Switch Pro. We get the story about over 50 million units sold for the Switch, which is crazy. That's and, a lot. And then we get the Animal Crossing That's Switch Edition. By all means, I have two Switches at home, the light and the regular one. Mm-hmm. So the Switch is amazing. Um, and I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. No. This console has been downright amazing. Yeah, I bring it everywhere with me. I brought it here. It's right there. I brought it with me today. It's been in my backpack all day at work. I wonder if it's in the backpack shot. I don't know. Day. Maybe. My banana. Can you see my banana? I got a banana here, too. Yeah, I don't think this was the right time. Um, I think they can hold off another year. Oh, yeah. 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 I think it would have been real money money hungry if they would have tried to just drop a Switch Pro. Like, they literally switched, then Switch Lite, then a Switch Pro. It would have been, like, back-to-back. Like, Uh like, damn. Yeah. Like, give us a a break. And we're going to be all over your games this year. Fix your drift. Let let us focus on just the games. Then drop the Pro on us. I agree. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, they're not going to compete from a power standpoint with the Series X or the PS5 to begin with. So might as well wait for you know the tech to get even cheaper another year down the line when people are actually starting to say like, hey, like these games look way worse than the Nuke stuff. Like maybe Nintendo would be smart because I know we're going to get one eventually. Oh yeah. I mean, every portable Nintendo system ever has some had some sort of revision. I hope they just don't do what they did with the 3DS, where it was like, oh hey, if you want to play. The new Xenoblade Chronicles remake oh for God. 3DS. You have to get the new 3DS. And I was like, I want to play that game. I didn't buy the original for Wii, but I didn't have a new 3DS at the time. They did that with one of the Fire Emblems. Remember? The, um, the, with Awakening? Or no, they did that with... Um, was it the one after that? It might have been Awakening. The first one? No, uh, that we, works on a regular 3DS. So it, yes. was, it was one of them that said, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, on the new I think 3DS. it was the Warriors one, like the fight. Oh, yeah, you're right. It was the Hyrule Warrior. Or not Hyrule no, Warriors. Not the um, Fire Emblem Warriors. Warriors. Was it that one? Or something like that. It might have been. Or even uh, Legend of Zelda one, because they had the Zelda Hyrule Warriors. I think it was Zelda that you're thinking of. It was a Fire Emblem one. I'll check it up, and I'll let you know later. All right. But it, one of the Fire Emblem ones the right at the, end, yeah. at the tail end of the 3DS. Like, yeah. it was only playable one. On the new 3DS. Okay. Yeah. You know, even one of the two, because they had, like, what? I think they started doing the Pokemon route, like, towards yeah, the Yeah, there was two of them, like, two versions for two, Fire Emblem. Two halves, yep. I mean, you say that, Anthony, but then when are they ever going to have a real upgrade? You know? like Yeah. So we... Well, I mean, like, I'd love it, but, like, not just for one game. So you... Okay, not just for one game. Yeah, but, like, so it's, like, continuously roll out. Because for a while, and they did, like said, the end of the lifespan. Plus, when Sun and Moon came out, I remember that's when I ended up shelling out for a new 3DS, because... My old 3DS was like the XL and it like processing power or whatever it had was like it really slowed down. So mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to drop the money by the new 3DS. And so it 
and it worked a lot better. Like even going back trying to play like Pokemon X and Y on my old 3DS was just like, well, this is a lot slower. Got about because I just downloaded uh, the other day <coughs> Uncharted and what was the other one? Um, I forget if the other one was last month. There was something is forgot. Is interesting. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it wasn't that good. Apparently, it didn't hold my attention. Honestly, I'm excited for this month because I almost bought the Bioshock collection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when I saw it, I'm like, I was like, oh damn, I didn't buy it. It was on one of the one of the sales for the Xbox. Then I'm like, oh wow, PS Plus free game is like they were like, oh you didn't buy it for the Xbox, come play on PlayStation. Yeah, mm-hmm. there you go. You can get trophies, get that platinum. Yeah, get the platinum. <laughs> so no, I, I'm not, I don't have a platinum yet. I'm not gonna get a platinum. Oh, well, <laughs> you will someday. You will. You got this. Just you know, get really into one game. Maybe. Maybe I'll get it. Maybe I'll just start grinding for Kingdom Hearts. There you go. Ooh, I know. I got critical. I know. Honestly, I think that this is the week I'm done with. Um, with a play tale. I haven't started another game. I did my Madden Monday yesterday. I think I'm gonna sit down and play Remind. I'm gonna buy it. Oh, good. Let me. I really wanna play Remind. Okay. I gotta get into it. Spend thirty bucks on a bunch of recycled content. Go ahead. Remind. Get it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying what I've heard. All right. So the other PS Plus games for free. Uh, like he just mentioned, Bioshock The Collection, The Sims 4, Firewall Zero Hour, which is supposed to be a pretty good um, VR, VR game. game. Uh, so hopefully they keep up that trend with the free VR stuff. Now I'll go over the Xbox games with gold real quick. TT, Isle of Man, available. Um, TT. What is that? I think I miswrote that. But that's, the I think, the first game available. And then Call of Cthulhu, which is the, you know, Lovecraftian game. <laughs> I don't know anything about it, but I think it's supposed to be okay. That's available February 16th. Then, uh, what do we got? Fable, Fable Heroes. Heroes. That's available now. I guess that's a three. Is that a 360 yeah, game? Yeah, it's a 360 backwards compatible game. Okay. And then we got an Xbox original, the original Star Wars Battlefront from 2004. Yep. Huh. Backwards compatible as well. Pretty, whoa, what? Wow. Is that. Are the servers still up for that? They actually they I did. Think, they, I think, they, 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 did, I think yeah. they just started the servers back up. That's not that awesome. Long ago. That's kind of crazy. Especially now with the backwards compatibility. Oh like they're God. like supporting it wow. back up. That'd be a lot of fun to go And on. what's just funny like, is that not that long ago, they did Battlefront 2 for free on Wig Games Pass. With, oh, wait, Wig Games with Gold. So now I own both of them. Oh, both of the original um, so ones for th- Xbox. This, is, this one, and now, you know, two. I already have two already from Games with Gold. So now I'll have both of them. Okay, that's so. awesome. Well, I gotta check that out. Go out and we'll get your free Xbox games, tonight. people. I make sure I get all my games, I'll, even if I'm never gonna play it. I don't see, I don't see, I'm gonna ever play TT Out of Man or The Sins Four, but I'll be adding it to my library. Why not? Why not? All right. So our next story: Pokemon Home Details via GameSpot. You want to take this one, Anthony, Mr. Sure. Pokemon? Uh, let's see. It says Pokemon Home will be available in two tiers. You get your free and your premium tier. Uh, the former can be used at no charge and gives you access to most of the services features uh, in a limited capacity. For instance, you can only store a maximum of 30 Pokemon uh, in the free like cloud Pokemon storage plan. And you can only deposit a single Pokemon in the GTS or Global Trade System, which is coming back for the first time since I think the late... Was it? They took it out for Let's Go. So I think it was like Ultra Sun and Moon, Ruby Sapphire... They had uh, that, which is it's cool to see that come back. You know, you can kind of put in, you know, it, it, there's rumors of it's, it's kind of always been the qualities down. Like you have some kid going on, putting in a Caterpie, asking for an Arceus, like very, very common Pokemon versus like mythical Pokemon. It's just frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but hopefully this will be a little, a uh, little better. I, I saw some screenshots. I did a, a little research today and it looks really cool because it's going to be mainly through your phone. You have to pretty much do everything through your phone, but it's got its own ui and they're doing all original art for the pokemon there's gonna be a national dex which i know a bunch of people clamoring for that so what does that mean like it's just all the pokemon now like that's why people were really upset at yeah. first when like oh sword and shield won't have a national dex that's like 800 something like pocket monsters to like model and all mm. that good stuff but they're doing it but they're doing it like it's, this is just pretty much opening the door to be like all right we have a bunch of ones that are in the game already that you are going to be able to actually use uh in your sword and shield games by transferring them from like Pokemon Bank, Pokemon Home. So bank from your 3DS if you have it, uh, which is another subscription-based service. It's really cheap. I think it was like $6 per year. Um, this is a lot more than that. Yeah, this is what it's going to be, I think, like... $16 for, for a year. 16 for a year. Uh, $3 for a month, $5 for three months, 16 for a year. Um, whereas like the Pokemon Bank was, I think, 6 bucks for the year because it was just a little 3DS app you could use to pretty much put in any game from... 
like the DS or 3DS era Pokemon, shove it in the bank. Um, I still got my Pokemon bank. Same. I have mine as well, so I'm excited to throw this in Like once this uh, releases, which they didn't give a release date either. It's sometime in February. So That's it, weird. It could be tomorrow. It could be at the very end of the month. It could be five minutes ago. It could be five minutes ago. That would be great. That would be yeah. really cool. Because I was when I was researching uh, it, I was getting hyped for it. I was like, ooh. I'd, I'd jump in and tra- start transferring from the Pokemon bank right away. Same. Even I though do I don't have too. Sword and Shield, I'd do it right away. Mm-hmm. Because you can just I, put it right on. I, I don't have, believe you. I have so many legendaries in the bank that <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I got to get it up there. That's okay. what I love about buying new Pokemon games. Taking oh, all those old oh, legendaries yeah. that they had before mm-hmm. starting, the new, mm, then starting the new game fresh. And I was lucky enough in some of those mystery trades. I, I got like, oh, yeah. I think I got Mew in one and I sent the magic carp when I go those guys <laughs> it's, those. I, I was flooding the mystery trade with magic carps and caterpies like, <laughs> that's what, when, I, when I was bringing for the shiny at least I was like okay here's a Charmander you guys have a Charmander I'd get a lot of bunk in return but I mean it is still cool like to you know you send something crappy out and you're like Oh, I got a starter. Yeah, like they, I think I got the all the 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 Reggie Rock Reggie Ice like oh, level ones version of those. Like that's crazy. Like, you can't breed those. So that's I listen. They hacked it. I don't care. If they hacked it, but I got some level ones of them. Like I'm yeah. like fuck it. I'll raise them up from the, from level one. They're great. I, yeah. I, those guys are rad. Yeah, because when you look at it, like you could start the game with them. You could. Mm. That's what I see. I, I kind of like I'm a little against starting with like legendaries because I feel like it just ruins it right out the gate. But unless you're just going for that straight up, like all right. Like Destruction. Just destroy everything because it's already mm-hmm. baby. Don't want to admit it, but Pokemon's a baby game for babies. Yeah, true. But I mean, online, that's what it, it's cool about Pokemon Home <laughs> too, is they can show your global ranking at any point too. Um, okay. They're going to have a lot more. There's going to be its own like decks in the game, like mm-hmm. in the Pokemon Home, like it's the national decks. So that's kind of a completion incentive in itself to like build up, to, like have you caught all the Pokemon in one spot, which I think is pretty sweet because now we have old gen ones from let's go mm-hmm. just throw right in there um i'm just really excited about it overall so you seem stoked like you're not mad that you have to pay for it and no, stuff like that that's i mean it does suck but i kind of feel like since pokemon bank was already a paid service i mean and you're used to it but it's just like another extra 11 bucks exactly and i mean the i think i'm not sure if they have like a plan where if you already have both I think I'm not sure if it like goes over to one. Like if you have Pokemon hmm. Bank, but I think I think they'll transfer the credit. Maybe yeah. If I, you let your subscription lapse, you can renew it, and all your stuff will be there. Oh yeah, they don't just like. Okay. Yeah, because I was yeah. what I was worried about because I had that before, and then when I bought uh, Ultra Moon, I was like, oh crap. I was like, I had Pokemon Bank, but I don't know if I remember my info. And yeah. I put it in, like all my things were there. Thankfully, I don't. It was like six bucks for the year, so I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I actually have to do that. My my subscription lapsed, mm-hmm. and I just turned on the the two DS the other day, and I'm like, Ooh. oh crap! <laughs> yeah, I had my friends like Pokemon Two that were in there. He traded before he restarted his like X and Y. I was like, oh, I'll take them, and then I think I just put them in the bank because I was restarting one of my games. Mm-hmm. So it, it was handy, but it's also just it's like it's another hurdle I want to play if I want to another hurdle I have to go through if I want to play Pokemon. But honestly, there was a point in time I was trying to collect so uh, like almost all of them. Mm-hmm. So to the point where I had gotten the mini game. From Pokemon White, it was it or White Two? Was it the one where you have to throw the balls? The, with the mini game that you had on the side, then you transferred the Pokemon from there into White Two, yeah, or Black Two. Mm-hmm. Remember that mini yep. game? I even got that mini game That's to try crazy. to get like the extra Pokemon or get the um, the Thunder. You remember? Oh the, yeah, the, the, because you had the legendaries in Black and White were like the Thundaris, the Thundaris, but the, to get their to get their. Um, alter, alter, the super form alternate form you had to get it through the, through I never the mini got game that. See, I was like when I got that into it I was like no I was like I like that but I'm not gonna oh man that was a point in time I, I was that, I though. was grinding super because every time I don't have it I always regret it I'm like oh man I really want this now so I definitely for some of them for Tundaras and all that I think I have, I'm missing only one of the super forms yeah like I grinded to that point <sighs> I'm so jealous maybe we'll make some trades maybe we'll see if I got anything yeah we didn't pique your interest maybe, maybe we'll... like a, a four for four Ooh. <laughs> and right. cap the Pokemon news off. Yeah. <laughs> so Pokemon Sword and Shield right now. Uh, check it out. We got two days left. This goes until a limited time uh, promoted raid event in Sword and Shield is Gigantamax Milseries. Milseries are the little white milk guys. I didn't even know what they were until like I think two thirds of the way through the game when I realized that that's what Alcremie evolves from the big cake looking Pokemon. It's fucking adorable. But uh, they're promoted three-star raids right now for Gigantamax Milsery. And when you beat them, you obviously have the chance to catch it. And you get a bunch of the evolution items with them. It's an item that you give to the Pokemon to hold. And with this Pokemon, its evolution method, I think, I don't know if it has to hit a certain level. 
beforehand, but you give the Pokemon the certain held item, and then you either spin with your character, it's like clockwise, counterclockwise, for X amount of time during the day or night, and you get one of like 20-something different variations of All Creamy. Oh, wow. It's like mint chocolate chip, mint swirl, strawberry cream, coconut mustachio, bean bag a There's like a whole bunch of them. Hmm. Yeah, so that's going on now until, uh, let's see, February 6th. So we got two days. Or one day if you're watching this tomorrow. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. now we have a little bit of breaking news because we want to keep the show with the hot and current new hotness. Um, this is a new tweet coming out about two hours ago from Jason Schreier. Holy shit, Dan, Dan Hauser, one of the top creative forces behind Grand Theft Auto and Red Dead Redemption, is leaving Rockstar. Uh, and uh, I guess this is, he got hold of a internal memo within Rockstar that says, after an extended break in the spring of 2019, Dan Hauser, vice president, president creative at Rockstar Games, will be leaving the company. Dan Hauser's last day will be on March 11th, 2020. We are extremely grateful for his contributions. Rockstar Games has built... Some of the most critically acclaimed and commercially successful game worlds, a global community of passionate fans, and an incredibly talented team, which remains focused on current and future projects. It's kind of a big deal. Um, Co-founder of the company, the lead writer on most of their games, including GTA V, which is the third best-selling game of all time, and one of the two men most responsible for Rockstar's culture. His departure will undoubtedly have a lot of ripple effects. So is this confirmed confirmed, or is this just like a leak? It's confirmed. I mean, if Jason Schreier's saying it, it's Mm -hmm. like pretty much, yeah. (laughs) So, how do you think it's going to affect? I'm not too into like, I like Rockstar, I like playing Grand Theft Auto V occasionally, but not like super, you know, you get Red Dead and all that. Like, Mm -hmm. how do you think that's going to, you know, spin the ball from here? I hope not too much because Red Dead Redemption 2, which I know he had a big heavy hand in as well, which I know it had several writers on that one. Um, I thought that was a real step forward as far as narrative goes for them okay. um, I thought it showed a level of maturity that the other games you know the other games are very satirical and this one felt grounded and sincere in a way that I appreciated especially for like a western but what does it mean for Rockstar as a company hard to tell at this point it's just kind of big news because it's a uh, big time creative force behind arguably the most popular game developer in the world I mean they have a less of an output of games but each game they come out with is a event and there's not too many game developers like that anymore um so we shall see i just had to add into the show because it's newsworthy uh another recent news item that popped up and i don't have much to say because all there pretty much is is a headline if you heard of a game called the wonderful 101 or is this just wonderful 101 i think it's wonderful 101 either that i'm not sure if there's a the it was a real zany, quirky-looking uh, character action or multiple, like kind of like a Pikmin action game. I don't know. I never played I've it. Never played it either. But I think it was a launch title for the Wii U. Uh, I don't know if it was a launch title, but maybe it was. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think remember. it came, it came out in 2013. I think Wii U came out in 2012. Yep. And um, it was definitely on there. <laughs> so yeah, it died on the Wii U. Not a lot of people got to play it. Um, they put up a Kickstarter and it like smashed all the goals in four hours. It got it raised over 1.5 million dollars and. Four hours, like they only wanted two fifty to make a Switch version and wow. five hundred to make a PS4, so no issues there. So that'll be neat. I never got to play it, and um, looking forward to trying it out on Switch, just like with uh, Fire Emblem Sharp FE, yeah. or whatever. It definitely, the, it definitely looked interesting because, uh, and the reason for the Kickstarter was Kickstarter. And I'm, I'm listening to myself in the headphones. Dude, is that like so weird? Me up. <laughs> Echo chambers, like oh. <laughs> Um, but the reason for the whole Kickstarter was because uh, Platinum Games is trying to self-publish the game rather than work with any other publishers because Platinum is the developer mm-hmm. of all the games. That, mm-hmm. you oh, know, so it's the same team from. that made Bayonetta, right? Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't know if they, they've got to have multiple teams because they're just putting out so much stuff, mm-hmm. but I'm oh, sure yeah, it is I'm one sure. entity. But they have a whole kind of quirky Kickstarter video saying like, oh, help us out and Bring the wonderful 101 back. Uh, he's like, help us self-publish our first game. That's so, neat. That's kind of cool. That's cool. I'm down with that. Yeah, it's not something you'd expect from a developer that's you know been published by Nintendo and um, Square Enix, and you know they're it's kind of neat trying to strike out on their own type yeah. of thing. Be interesting to see. I'm excited to 
hopefully Jump play that at in. some point soon. Yeah, it reminded right. me of Beautiful Joe. But yeah, from the characters. I love Beautiful Joe. I love it too. I was watching a, a speed run of it recently. And Ooh, that's a good one. I should check that out. Yeah, it's it was cool. Um, those way, the ways that those games are broken are nuts. Like I just watched one for Bioshock. I don't know if I told you guys about it. Like the first Bioshock the other day was beaten in like forty minutes. Yeah, that's a short amount of time. Insane. Damn. Yeah. Check out GDQ if you haven't seen it. Just type in GDQ. They just did one for 2020. Games done quick. A lot of fun. Great background noise. All right. So this next story I found on Kotaku and I thought it was really cool. So I don't know if you guys can relate, but when I was in grade school, flash games were all the rage. Oh yeah. In the computer labs, we, there was one that I used to play a lot where you played as like it was like two semicircle things and you could jump and it was essentially like volleyball and i don't know what it was called but like everybody in my class i went to a private school so there were like not very many people that's a Um, good connection i think i know exactly the game that you're talking about do you where it was like and yeah it was like a volleyball game where you just had to jump to hit the ball back and forth over the line yeah whatever it was yeah yeah i played that hell yeah that's so cool i wonder what that one was called it's probably on this collection so for a long time, the internet was filled with games and animation, all built in Flash. Mm-hmm. But when the year ends, Flash will die as nearly all major web browsers will remove Flash support on December 31st, 2020. Oh. I know. Luckily, all the content won't be gone thanks to Flashpoint, a project base, a project which has saved over 36,000 Flash games from disappearing forever. Back in 2017, Adobe announced that it would be stopped supporting Flash at the end of 2020. At least they gave you three years. The company spent the last three years working with other tech firms like Facebook, Apple, Microsoft, and Google to make the transition as smooth as possible. And while many games and apps have moved to HTML5 or Unity, many other games haven't made the jump or to newer, safer technology. And with less than a year left, most never will. And while Flash games might not be impressive today, they're still an important part of gaming history. These small web-based games can be directly linked to the later rise of mobile and indie games and help many creators get their feet wet with building and creating video games. Mm-hmm. Over at Flashpoint's website, you can find a section where you can download the full collection. It doesn't take up nearly 290 gigabytes of space, but you can also download a smaller version that only downloads games as you play them if you want to save room on your hard drive. That's cool. Yeah, that sounds yeah, a lot more manageable rather than all this junk that I don't really want. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's interesting. I like that. Any thoughts on this, guys? That's great. I'm glad they're preserving it. I was actually worried. I didn't know when there was like a direct date cutoff for Flash to like die. So that is sad that it's, we're be, we're coming to the end of an era. Like I remember my first one of my first internet experiences was going on like Newgrounds.com and looking at like the Flash cartoons they were playing. The I used to play it was like Stick RPG or something like that, where you just top down oh, yeah. view of like a little stick man. You can run around a neighborhood and you can go like work out at the gym or get a job or like, get into a bar fight or, and then you get mm-hmm. a, a skateboard to move around faster. Mm-hmm. And, like that was just like mind blowing at the time. I was like, they were like the, like the entire websites that they had, uh, addictinggames.com. Yep. Oh yeah, um, yep. things like that where it was just full of flash games. What was the other one? It was like Mega Clip or something like that. Something Clip. Yeah, I think so. Weren't they on E Bombs World too? There's E Bombs World. Yep, um, Mini Clip. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I, I, I remember my my school attempting to try uh, like block know, it block out the the, mm-hmm. the flash websites mm-hmm. and us figuring out how to unblock them yep. and we'd sit there there was like a yeti penguin baseball one where like you hit the penguin and with a baseball bat as a yeti and <laughs> yeah, try to see one, how yeah. far it got yeah. yeah i remember that you remember that one so we'd sit there like five of us and be like 600 meters <laughs> let's go <laughs> let's get it that's all do you guys remember kitty can Kitten cannon. Oh yep. Where you shoot the kitty. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah, and would play. uh, That's how I found out what Daft Punk was because it played like the Daft Punk's uh, harder, better, faster, stronger on the opening screen, and then you shoot a button and shoot a cat out of a cannon. It was very gruesome, but it was a little stick cat. I don't. I don't endorse hurting cats. I love cats. I like dogs more, but I like cats. But I just whole point of my story is that's how I found out what Daft Punk was. And if you don't know what Daft Punk is, you should listen to them. They're great. They are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so many like, like uh, Smash video or Flash videos too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kingdom Hearts Chronicles. Oh I my always god! Think back to those ones. <laughs> wow, you're Cloud from FFVII. <laughs> oh my god, that guy does spirit science now. Do you know that? No. Yeah, the guy who made the Kingdom Hearts Chronicles on Newgrounds is the spirit science guy. Oh wow! Yeah. So fun fact for you. I don't know what any of that stuff is, but that's okay. Oh man, you got you had to be there. That was like growing up when you're if you're like into the first Kingdom Hearts, you, you little one on Newgrounds or like any Flash like cartoon website. It was like it was like yeah. the Kingdom Hearts the like Chronicles, and they had like four or five different ones, and it was just really dumb like ten year fifteen year old humor like Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. And then there was the the other one I thought was the best at the time. Def- doesn't hold up well was like 
uh, Legend of Zelda Return of Ganondorf, something like that. Okay. It was like 15-year-old, like slapstick, like just the hardest you've ever laughed. Word, I'll have to check them out. Um, so what I thought was interesting, the, the, the quote of this is, is that it says, um, later would be directly linked to the rise of mobile and indie games and help many creators get their feet. And I think... I was thinking about it, like what made these games appealing at the time. You know, early two thousands. Um, what was mainstream was these big, you know, pe- games were trying to be bigger and bigger. Three D, mostly action. Of course, there was other stuff, but there was not the, inter- the type of experimentation and stuff that you see in terms of games today. Mm-hmm. And like there was a snappiness to the Flash games that I think the three D games of that time were probably lacking. Yeah, and people were just like really entertained by physics-based stuff as well yep, like interactive buddy yeah fancy pants adventure so i can definitely see like how it had a major influence on that stuff so mm-hmm. kudos to flashpoint for doing that that's rad keep up the good work <clears throat> all right next story um it's been a good good long show guys yeah yep uh star wars jedi fallen order beats expectations closes out 2020 as a very pleasant surprise for ea easily beating sales expectations and demonstrating that yes there are still plenty of room for good old-fashioned single-player narrative in the world of AAA video games in a call with investors on thursday chief financial officer blake jorgensen said ea expected fallen order to sell six to eight millions by march 31st the ender of their fiscal year and they've already sold eight millions by the end of December 2019. Jorgensen said, so the company is raising its estimate to 10 million by the end of March. It's a very strong result for a single player action game. Um, cool. Maybe yeah, EA will start doing more stuff like that. Probably. I mean, I'm sure it definitely helped out that it was very. Uh... Actually, no, because it was, it was all just straight single player. Like, there's no multiplayer, like, not Dark Souls jump in. I'm going to, like, grief you. No, I wish. Oh, wow. That's, <laughs> I mean, that's cool, though, because it's straight up, like,. I would like to try it, but definitely when the price point gets a little, or maybe like Game Pass or something. Maybe. Upcoming. Maybe PS Plus. Who knows? Yeah, I'll probably throw it up on um, EA Access. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which, <laughs> honestly, that subscription is even cheaper than Game Pass. Really? What but is that? Like 60 a year? 30. 30 a year. Mm-hmm. That's part, that's cheap. Man. Yeah. Uh-huh. Holy yeah. poop. It's 60 that's... a year if you pay monthly because it's five bucks a month. Oh, okay. 30 a year if you pay yeah, out just for though, the 12 yeah. months. Completely. Okay. Any of the Fight Nights on there? Actually, yeah, I think Fight Night round three from the 360. Okay, yeah. Uh, last year I played through Champion. Or oh, is um, it Champion? I don't know. One of the two. Or I think that's the one that was like M rated and had the gritty story. Okay. Def Jam. No, no, no. no Fight, um, Night. Fight Night. The really boxing game. fun boxing game. Um, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Me, yeah, me and Kenny played that. That'd probably not be a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to see. Let's get. We'll get. We'll get a couple of drinks. We'll see where the night takes us. <laughs> see where the gloves, gloves come off. We can we even install UFC three. We'll try that one out. Never played any of the UFC games. Really, it's on. It's on Access also. Oh, so yeah. If you did, if you did give Access a shot, you'd be able to try out the UFC games. I'd, yeah. I'd get take take a shot at those. Seems like it'd be so see. hard to translate that into re- to a game. Like just like being... someone played pr- pretty well. Yeah. You know, like it's not it's not trans. You know, it's not perfect, but you know, they give a level of satisfaction mm-hmm. to play it. Mm-hmm. Is it kind of like going from like a Mario Kart to like a Forza? kind of deal is it like that kind of more like taking the cartoony aspect of like a fighting game and then putting into like ufc so it's like mario kart cartoony to like forza racing simulator where it's like more realistic yeah yeah like, it's like you take a big glumpy thing of play-doh and then you shape it into like yeah because, because you'll you could bust somebody's eye open and like it then just things, then, then just it, fight over you know it'll they could end the fight um you know, you could see the person kind of like you know take some some damage if they take a lot of damage to the body. Unblocked, unblocked. Your 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 movements gets delayed and it gets slowed because you know, of course, if you if you taking a lot of core damage, then to your core, you're gonna struggle throwing a kick or you know moving around and everything. So mm-hmm. I like it. Cool. Oh. All right. So wrapping up our final story of the day, I'm gonna leave this one to our man Tyler because. His reaction is what made me want to put it in the outline. My reaction to... The Final Fantasy VII uh, trailer! Yeah. yeah, so FF7 got a new trailer, and let us know your thoughts, dude. Did anyone else watch it? No, I, I, I did. did. Yeah. I'm, I'm saving myself. You didn't watch it yet? I know, I, I really just want... I mean, we're close enough to the release where I'm just like, you know what, because everything just gets shown in trailers and stuff now, so I might as yeah, well... Yeah, I don't want to watch anymore. Plus, if it's only Midgar, I just want to... 
I just want to go in blind now. I've seen enough where I'm already definitely buying it, but I just want to wait to see there any rest. I want to. I want to be surprised when I actually go through and I'm like, whoa, that was different. Like this is they didn't go that way, or like, whoa, Tifa's boobs are just as big. You know, like that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's been some sweat. controversy around uh, Tifa's boobs already. No, people are saying that we're uh, past that. Oh. They're fine. They're proportional now. Don't she still looks very good. Oh, don't do it. All right. They're saying, they're saying she look. They look different whether she when she's in her battle gear. And they say, I think they said they're they're bigger when she's in like a fancy dress. Because um, they're being pushed up. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Maybe. well, that, that makes because that's the whole like the motif though of that whole like. Have these people never? These people maybe never played the original Final Fantasy VII. Maybe, or they never seen boobs. They never maybe, seen boobs. Yeah. <laughs> but like that's, I'm glad. Hopefully they keep that part like verbatim. Like you, cl you cloud cross dresses as a chick. You got to go in and infiltrate they, a they little bit. They do. That's in the trailer. Yes. In the, yep, okay. Yeah. Good. Sorry to right. spoil it. No, that's okay. Because I was like, that was one thing. I'm like, don't mess he looks this up. Real good. Oh, I'm sure. Mm. Yeah, and there's a little be, bit of a um, a little bit of a nip slip on his part. No, a little homoerotic moment in the trailer as well. The whole, oh, yeah. oh, I'm sure because there's a whole scene in that thing where you get into a hot tub with a bunch of dudes where you have to get an item from doing that. Oh wow! To like get chosen by the Don. Okay. To rescue Aerith and Tifa. Shows uh, the general with her legs up on another soldier. That was pretty pretty interesting. Oh, the one that uh, has the bitch fight with Tifa. I think so. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's gonna be cool. I'm excited to see how they translate that. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, and then like the, the gameplay kind of stood out to me because it just seemed, I mean, it didn't seem exactly like Final Fantasy XV. What it actually reminded me of was like Kingdom Hearts type combat Ooh. where just like the movement and the way the enemies kind of interacted with the environment and mm -hmm. because it showed multiple enemies on screen at once and that kind of was like, oh, well, that's kind of reminding me of how like Kingdom Hearts plays. Um, mm -hmm. And that was the one thing that stood out to me. Um, I'm not sure how the inputs are are going to be, whether like the attack and magic and everything like that um, for the characters is going to play out as. Um, but that that was one thing that I thought was interesting. Yeah, I'm very excited to finally get my hands on it when it drops, even if it is. It's like April 3rd, right? Yeah. Coming around the mountain. It's we got Animal soon. Crossing. We got Doom. We got FF7. We got my hero One's one justice, justice two <laughs> march 13th baby yeah so i've been i've been, been enjoying this kind of lull where we're going back and we're playing game pass stuff where there's not we had kakarot but you know it's been it's not like we're i'm not having fomo right now because there's not so much shit coming out that's coming a few weeks from now so don't you just call me <laughs> No, no. <laughs> All right. So that has been the Level With You show. We are coming for you, Studio 159. All right. <laughs> so uh, before we close out, I'm going to be streaming soon. Slay the Spire. I'm going to set it up. Yeah. Wiley wants to see if it's true that I pretty much can get to the heart almost every single run through. I haven't played it in forever. So we're going to run it. Are you going to do that tonight? Um, not tonight, but I'm thinking I'll make sure I'm not streaming during the time Anthony was trying to stream, maybe tomorrow night. So. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah, whatever. You know, I got I got some work to catch on this week, so whenever you want, you let me know, and we'll work it out. So now, I am the only one without a setup at their home. You have the thing. You have the oh, thing. yeah. Well, I, I just haven't done it because I'm lazy. You know? It's okay. We got you. <laughs> we can do it. We got this. Yeah, but uh, check out the channel. These guys have been doing a good job keeping it active, slowly growing. Uh, YouTube channel, slowly growing as well. If you want to subscribe to us over there, that would be great. If you want to find the audio-only versions, we are also on iTunes, the Google Place, the Spotify, the Podcast Addict. Uh, if you want to hear us anywhere else, let us know, and we'll make it happen. Thank you for tuning in. It's been the Level With You show. It's been, uh, been a good time. It's been real. It's been, it's been a ride. There's a snake in my boots. We'll stay stay level. level. <laughs> See y'all on the streams.